0: Welcome to Leading the Evolution with Tanya Kunze. It's all about how successful people stay successful, no matter what life throws at them. How they balance business, personal and interpersonal, while staying positive and focused. Each episode formulates a story about how champions of industry have adapted psychologically, physically and emotionally throughout their lives and specifically to the new normal in 2020. Tanya is a neuroscience coach, author and global keynote speaker and in each episode she investigates and digs into the skill set and methodologies her guests have applied successfully to be agile in business, medicine and entrepreneurialism for you to practically adopt to your life.
1: Welcome to Leading the Evolution. I'm Tanya Kunza. My podcast is all about how successful people stay successful no matter what life throws at them. I've got the most fantastic champion of industry in studio with me today, and I'm going to hand over to her to introduce herself to you because she's really exciting.
0: Oh, thank you, Tanya. When you said um, staying on top of things, I really find that very positive. Thank you. Um, my name is Beatrix. I'm the founder and owner of Beatrix Events, b 2 Limited. We basically specialize in corporate events um, and then also weddings and lifestyle events. But corporate is our passion. Um, I absolutely love brand advancement uh, for clients and keeping their objective and budgets and briefs in mind and then conceptualize events from the start right to the execution. So that is where our passion is. And obviously now with COVID, (laughs) everything came to a screeching halt, but I think that is what I'm here uh, for today. And yes, very excited about the opportunities and the future of the industry, although it's been... Quite difficult. (laughs) We
1: share. We share such a commonality. And why I got so excited about you is that we both in the public space and we both work with stages and lots of people and community and connectedness and it's all about events and about going into corporate and all of those aspects. Yes. And you were telling me as we walked in today about that fateful day in February. And I just want you to share that with the listeners. And I think what's important is for people to realize, A, they're not alone. B, we've gone through this. I went through the similar thing that you did. So yes. tell me about that.
0: I think where the positivity came from for me was every entrepreneur has been through difficult times. Yeah, um, And this time I felt... Slightly better, because I wasn't alone in this boat and this massive wave coming ah. uh, to me, so I felt there are other people that's going through exactly the same emotions, which is a cocktail of emotions. the one day you're angry and the next day you're frustrated and then you're sad and but all in all um I think the passion for the industry came came through, and yes, that is. That is not great. It is not a great situation, if, mm. especially if you love working with people and you see the impact you have on people. And I'm quite a people pleaser, but in a positive way. Yes. I love making people happy. And that is why I absolutely love my job. But um, at the end of the day, it is how you are um, resilient and agile yes. and adapt to the situation. I
1: think. And that's what this podcast is all about. And you, you leaned into something quite interesting that I agree with, is that... You don't know who's going to be a survivor and who's going to be a thriver
0: exactly, and who's
1: going to fail. And the thing is, and it's a magical thing, actually, that judgment has gone out the window. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, people would sort of walk very proudly with their yes. bank balance. You know, you, must with, you think <laughs> they're going to like have a tattooed on their forehead. Yes. And, you know, oh, you know, I've made it and I'm all wonderful. And then if someone wasn't making it, they would have this whole shame, yes. you know, around them. Like, oh. And now there's almost an empathy for humanity which has come
0: through. Absolutely. I believe that kindness needs to be a religion. Um, And I felt that throughout. And that is why when you asked in your survey form that I had to complete before this podcast, when you said, what is your preferred social media? I said Instagram because I feel people are so real on Instagram. There's no... People are raw and that is what I appreciated. It's exactly like you said now, um, people has been absolutely kind and generous and so caring in this, in Mm. our industry, especially Um, people will actually phone you and ask a supplier or a client. All my clients phoned me, which has been lovely, caring and really worrying about me as a person, not And our industry, they ask me, what do you think? What is going to happen? Are yes. you okay as a person? Oh. So that has been very um, heartwarming. It's been amazing, actually.
1: Oh, that's absolutely incredible. Mm. I must say, you know, as a coach, I've got thousands and thousands of people, and every day someone would just pop, pop into in my head. head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then I would send oh. them a message. I'm just checking, in. are you okay? Yeah. And how are you doing? And I must say there was a lot of, maybe because I'm the positivity but there was a lot of positive response to that. You know, people didn't yes. really go into um, a lot of drama and, and, exactly. and all of that. They trying yes. to keep themselves up. Mm. And I think you've nailed it. I think it's because we're all in this boat together. together. Mm. And we're rowing as best <laughs> we
0: can. Uh, that boat is wobbly, but it is... Mm-hmm. A But I feel it's more stable than it was a month or a month and a half ago. I think everybody was then, the morale was quite low, I think. Mm. Whereas I can already see people are really more positive and seeing a brighter future and trying to chase that future. and That is amazing.
1: Absolutely. You know, when I saw the post that uh, Mark sent me about what you did for Father's Day, I really want you to elaborate on that because I saw it and instantly I said, mark i want her details this woman (laughs) is coming onto my podcast because she's an inspiration for entrepreneurs out there and you know people think champions of industry have to be ceos and you know and sure they are but champions of industry are entrepreneurs that find a way and you found a way
0: and i love it so tell me about that thank you um i think the biggest thing for me right out when we were in lockdown, yes. it was almost, the first three weeks was holiday, honeymoon phase of lockdown. <laughs> we all felt like this is just being romantic in your little home um, and a little holiday yeah. really in the middle of the year. But then I realized um, that this is going to take way longer. And yep. even before that, I came up with the idea, how am I going to keep top of mind? And especially with Corporates, yes because um, yes there are virtual events but i wanted to create something mm. more creative than a virtual event mm. not that i'm saying a virtual event is not, not creative, creative. <laughs> i hear you we're all finding please, our way please there. don't no, kill no, no. me over that one no. but i wanted something substantial and i wanted to be able to create from the start right through to the end um and that is how i came up with the event in a box so it is a customized bespoke luxury item. It is one of its kind. Mm-hmm. Um, and we put it together and it's beautiful and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, for Father's Day, we launched uh, last week, Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, so right before Father's Day. And then we've sent the boxes through to a few influencers and a few clients to see what the response is from this item that we created. Um so it's literally a little event in a box, and you just put it together. Everything, we take the thinking yes. um, out of it, um, and yeah, it worked like a charm, and it's been amazing, and I said to you before we started that I could not have asked for a better launch. That's um great. The social media and the hype and the orders, and it's just been so absolutely it. amazing.
1: Talk me through it. So let's see let's the, 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 the visual of it needs to come through to the listeners. Okay,
0: so... We have seven elements in a box. So we have the little chef, we have the barman, the DJ. <laughs> <laughs> which is very ironic when I sent it through to Mark. What? I was like, oh my goodness, that is, that is a tough one. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so that is a tough act to follow. Uh, then we have the pretty, which is obviously the decor. Then we have the party lips, which is the wardrobe or something that you can wear um the act which is something that you can do at your little event yeah and lastly it's the say cheese so the photographer mm. so i'm not going to give away too much sure. on how we put it together but everything is so you're not going to have a chef <laughs> <laughs> there but it's literally a few instructions on how to do it and there you go oh that's amazing um and it's really put together very nicely and we're very proud of it. And it's beautiful and bespoke and oh. like all the fluff. <laughs> stunning. It's amazing.
1: So you could do it for birthdays. You could do it for anniversaries. Absolutely. Any event.
0: Any event. We have many corporate orders that's coming through, um, which has been really fantastic. So there's cycle meetings, there's sales conferences, brand activations, oh, launches. That's... And we put it together for these corporates and we deliver it to your door and... And there you go. Well, I'm launching my book soon. So I might get a few yes. for my book launch. Let's you can start fixing your head around <laughs> that
1: one. That's wonderful. So we Thank talked you. about virtual events a little bit. And yes. I personally have battled a little bit because I've done a few and oh, I'm all about energy.
0: Me too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, you know, when I stand in front of a group of people, there's that.
0: That fire that comes yes. through, that adrenaline,
1: yes. yes, and you feed off each other. You know the audience <laughs> reacts, and you see facial expressions. And you know, I was I was watching the um, the Apple launch the other night, and, and the empties the empty stadium was there, yes. and it didn't have it was brilliantly put together, but it it just didn't have that that magic that yes. energy. I mean, they really did a fantastic job based on what they had to work yes. with, but there's nothing like people. Nothing and. You know, I was, I've was i done virtual events and it's like pulling teeth. You know, you mm. you ask someone a question and they've got to put their mic on and then it's a delay and then there's a conversation. Yes. And, you know, it's you don't know who can hear you, if it's breaking up, if it's not breaking up, what their connectivity is like. And then you might glitch and you see yourself frozen in the oddest facial expression <laughs> known to mankind. They're like, just change the picture quickly. So... How have you found your virtual events? What is, has what is the journey been like for you?
0: I am exactly like you. I wish I had better <laughs> advice on how to. <laughs> it's It's been very tough for me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also, I, I've always, and I always say now, be careful what you wish for, because sometimes my clients would say, come and see me for a meeting. And then we would literally chat for five minutes. Mm-hmm. And I drove, 45 minutes Yay. to see them for five minutes, and then I thought, could they not just do this over the phone or mail? <laughs> now I regret that so much because I will kill for a five minute reading. <laughs> Um So I, I've always been uh, people do business with people, yeah. Um, and I also, I'm also, I love energy and feeding off people and feeding ideas off people, um, even within my own team of creatives. I miss. Bouncing ideas and having a soundboard, Um, not a FaceTime soundboard, but a real (laughs) soundboard. So, um, but there are fantastic ways in doing virtual events. Mm -hmm. Um, The avatar solution now where they literally scan your body and you walk through the space of an event, which is fantastic. If you have the budget, you can contact us. (laughs) 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 Um, And so and there are polls and th- so the new platforms are fantastic um and i'm not dissing any brand but the brands that people currently use for just a meeting is not necessarily sufficient
1: yeah
0: for an event yeah of prestige and magnitude and yeah. impact yeah so um i know that a few of our clients said now, why do I need an events planner now? But mm. now I think you more need than it ever, ever. <laughs> yeah. because uh, previously you could maybe put an event together if you had a bit of savvy and skill. Yeah, but now it is very technical, mm. um, and to be a program director and think how you can navigate around uh, a conference program, do breakaways, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, you will need to be on top of it.
1: Absolutely, and it's interesting that your talent is going to shift and change because yes. you know you need people who become you almost you're almost going to get a whole new talent pool born out of this. Someone that can Absolutely. manage online to yes. get the energy through.
0: Yes, and also how do you get your brand out there? Mm. So you need to think about maybe a set design. Um, it's there's mm. no point in just doing an event without your brand. Mm. R- being reinforced Um, so yes
1: (laughs) wow okay Mm. and it's a whole it's a whole new world being born out
0: there absolutely (laughs) and do you have kids no, I don't.
1: Okay. So no. I must say, the one thing that a lot of the moms are dealing with, because I've had those conversations, is trying to juggle homeschooling and all no. these other things. Wow. that Wow.
0: Hats off to all of you guys. I salute you.
1: <laughs> you are the real hero. It's not the easiest thing <laughs> no. in the world. I can tell you no. that. And you, your kids tough. become very, very, very independent very quickly because yes. they realize they I actually have imagine. to get on with it, you know. Yes. So do you think that socializing and events and – celebrations are going to return to normal or do you think there's going to be a transition to a new normal? What is your mm. feeling?
0: I almost got into a bit of an argument the other day with someone <laughs> that said, we will have masks for eternity and that, oh, is, no. that is how we're going to do this now. Mm. Um, I'm a strong believer, and maybe this is naive, um, that everything will return to how we got to know it, mm. how we love it. Um, I can't imagine that people will be able to distance forever. Mm -mm. Um, Like I said, people, we are social beings. Mm, Otherwise, we could have been robots. So maybe I am naive, but I believe it will return. And I'm excited for the day that it does. I I can actually not wait to... Um, just wait in a queue for a drink. Oh, yeah. <laughs> at the bar. Or Can you imagine? at a oh, pub. Distant or, memory. Or, oh my goodness. <laughs> or have a normal meal at a, my favorite restaurant or anything like that. So if I'm longing for that, yes. um, I cannot imagine that listeners aren't either absolutely they're on the same page as me. well it's it's
1: actually if you go back to the days when we started out before we had elaborate homes i mean we huddled together to not be eaten at night you know and we huddled together for warmth and survival and community so it's so much part of our genealogy of our of our of our early ancestry of being a team and being together and the isolation you know the thing that i'm i'm looking at is and I'm certainly not a negative person, but it's just a reality, is coming out of this COVID, I think that the fatalities are going to transcend the virus exponentially. You know, if you look at things like suicide. Yes, absolutely. A horrible truth, but people are just not coping being alone. It's not who we are. And I've seen some memes and things, and I don't know how accurate they are. But, you know, they're saying that every hundred years, some kind of virus has come through. And there's pictures of back in the day, people wearing scarves and masks. We came back to normal. Yes. The probability is, in my world, I tend to agree with you, at some point, please God, not in the too distant future, there'll be yes. a vaccine and we'll go back to normal.
0: Absolutely. I agree with you.
1: I, please. Yeah. Please <laughs> let that happen. We're going to put it out there. <laughs> I uh, agree. Yeah. What have you missed most during the pandemic and during this process? So let's go back to February because that was quite a hard-hitting impact that you said when you, know, you your last event was in Feb and you just sort of saw it stop. You know, that yes. moment. yes
0: what happened it, it was it was crazy my last event was on the 29th of february in cape town and i flew back and there were still no no active cases in south africa but someone at the conference that i organized said to me you must be so worried about covid and I was maybe being blunt, but I was like, why would I be worried? I have yeah. this fantastic 2020 plan. Yeah. Um, but the reality is, when I flew back, I realized that it's just a matter of time before it hits South Africa. Yeah. And it was, our industry came to a screeching halt. Um so your question, to answer your question, what did I miss the most or what mm. am I missing the most? I would say I'm, I really miss my job the absolute most because mm. I'm passionate about events and I freaking love people. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the first three weeks with my husband was fantastic <laughs> and it was really amazing and it was like a little honeymoon and it was very romantic and we had like brides in the middle of the day and all these mm. funny things that... At the end of the day, I'm really missing socializing, Mm. Um, being creative um, on on a large scale, like Mm. you said. Mm. Um, I had a really fantastic pipeline for 2020 and it almost feels like all kinds of hope and dreams. You had to park for a short while um, and came up. You had to come up with new hopes and yes. dreams um, in a very weird environment. Yes. Um, so, yes, I would say my job, I absolutely miss that the most. And then people, I miss people, we miss
1: people. How did you say maybe we can just leave one or two, maybe three pillars if possible? Yes. As an entrepreneur, as a powerful entrepreneur, as a solid woman, how you managed to actually get your head around this like, moment of when, when it dawned on you and it was mm-hmm. like, oh, boy how did you find that mojo to get up dust yourself off and carry on what are your three things you leaned into
0: so i think the my motto in life is inhale passion Uh, inhale passion yeah i like that i love that Yeah. (laughs) i actually i wanted to get a tattoo about on that um, i absolutely love inhale passion um so I think passion was the driving force for me. Um, once you lose the passion, mm. there's no purpose. Mm-hmm. And once there's no purpose, I mean, what are we doing here? Mm. Um, so so passion was the driving force for me, even with this event in a box, it was literally the, the little push I needed. Mm. Um, and yeah, get up and going. Um, the other thing I do believe in is a routine. Mm. I'm quite strict with myself. Mm. I I stuck to a routine, pretty much like a work routine, um, and I kept myself busy with positive things. And then the other thing is, like I said, I absolutely love people. Yes. So yes, I didn't get to work with people like I used to, and but I I, I believe I was there for. A majority of my friends that went through a really rough time mm. um friends and family and i became a pillar for them being positive and listen i think i was just listening mm. i think that is what most people wanted in this they didn't need advice because mm. i mean <laughs> i'm no good in covid let me tell you that <laughs> um, and i couldn't give them advice yeah. but i think that was was for me my way of working with people almost mm. and it was really fantastic. Um yes. So I think those okay. three, that, that's powerful. And and yours, if I'm asked.
1: So, you know, I think for me I would agree with you passion. Oh. Definitely. And um I sat down so I had my moment where it was I'd come back from um an event and I was due on the Monday to do a five day, then I had another five day, then a three day, and then a couple in between that. I mean, it was literally I was booked for three months. I know. And <laughs> then it was like watching Domino's, boop, 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 just sort of, you know, tipping over. Yeah. And I've got a very can do attitude. I, yeah. I, I thought, okay, that's fine. And I realized I needed to do something in that moment. So I didn't even have like the honeymoon. I kind of went straight <laughs> in and I was like, okay, mm. how do I turn this around? and I thought right so firstly I was very guided to write my third book because that was just fantastic burning. Well done. thank you yeah. and it's called the power of positivity so it's about being positive, positive yeah and so that was that was like already like a huge focus and I thought okay so that's going to take a while to generate income When else is going to generate income and still be passion so yeah. storyboard created storyboard action storyboard Well
0: done.
1: <laughs> stayed really positive and just trusted and believed that there's a way through this mm. you know so really just dug deep into yeah. into that space and and just thought of, I thought you know if I create things then I'm gonna take my all, whole business online and that's yes. what I
0: did fantastic so it's there. Well It's done. online that's why well you're sitting here <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I'm also not a Debbie Downer I literally had one day where I felt quite emotional um and I realized that is a lonely place. I don't want to be there. Yeah. I And when I made that mind shift mm. and that, I, I just, I couldn't, I, I can't be there. <laughs> good. I, so I just, yeah, I just went on and got on with it, which nice. has been good for me. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: What I wanted to maybe chat with you, so maybe yeah. not like question answer, but more of a conversation, is I know how many people have been retrenched mm-hmm. through the corporates that I work with because yes. they phone me and they ask for advice and yeah. guidance. And I've even coached some people through retrenchment. Mm-hmm. And oh, it's it's quite hard hitting because yes. what happens is the psychology of an employed person is they feel a sense of security, which in truth is, is, is a, a false sense of security. Yes. And, I mean, I'll often sing this from the rooftops. If you don't know how to sell, Mm. you battle to be an entrepreneur because eventually the funding runs out. So the psychology behind most people now saying, okay, I've been retrenched, I've got to feed a family, Mm. I now need to become an entrepreneur. We are lucky that we've got a marketing or selling capability. Capability,
0: Yes, absolutely. And
1: I think on some level we both know we'll never starve because of it. But (laughs) if you don't have that... Mm. And you're not a self-starter and you're someone that needs a manager or a leader to listen to and to follow mm. I mean how can we advise people that are sitting in a situation they've got families they are not receiving income from anywhere and they need to become an entrepreneur overnight mm. where where do they start
0: well for me it was easy mm. back in the day because Also, I worked in corporate Mm. um, before I took the plunge of going the entrepreneurial route. Um, But I did what I love. Yes. Okay, so maybe that's pillar number one. I think if you want to start a business, you need to do something that you absolutely love. Mm -hmm. You want to wake up and do it. Mm -hmm. Um, Sunday evenings when Carte Blanche's song is on, you can't have the... Monday blues, Sunday blues, that whole thing. (laughs) You need to be on it and be actually excited about your Monday morning. Yeah. That lies ahead. So I would say you need to love your job. Yeah. Um, Whatever you start, you need to be knowledgeable.
1: Um,
0: To start something now where there are a wealth of people that's got the same or more knowledge as you is going to be very tricky. Yeah. Um, so I would say you need to be knowledgeable. And so let's let's lean into
1: those because being knowledgeable. Um, so if it's passion, yes, the probability is you've investigated it. Absolutely. So I remember I remember looking at my shelf and mine's like all sort of self help books and all of that kind <laughs> of thing because that's just what I love and psychology um, <laughs> and neuroscience and you know all of that stuff and. So obviously that was where I was going to go because yeah. that's what I. If ever, any spare moment, I was busy investigating something to do with the brain or the or some some yes. element. Yeah. And and the other passion that I have is developing people. So it was an easy one for me mm. to climb into. But I think people have a um, a feeling that they need to be funded in order to start a business. Yeah. And that is a that's a commonality. And today you may be fortunate, but the probability is you're not going to get a funding no angel uh you know coming out of the woodwork no so you know how how have you how would you envisage or how would you help people say listen just start
0: Hmm. so funny enough on the funding um sometimes you actually don't need funding to to get the start because that will give you the guts to actually just go and do it i literally started my company and i don't know if i'm allowed to Yes, go But bigger. it's super small. I started my company with 20,000 Rand. And I decided I'm going to do a website. It's not a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You don't need a lot of money for that. Mm-hmm. And then search engine optimization. So the online people can click. They yeah. can actually they have my details and beautiful pictures of what I've done in the past, etc., etc. So they can actually see the product. Um, but you don't need funding. You actually just need the guts and the grit. Yes. <laughs> I am so glad <laughs> you said it. that because grit and guts and the passion mm-hmm. that will get you through it. Um Absolutely. I believe it 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 will give you it will give you the power. Yeah. Um to actually be better than your competitor. 100%. I believe it.
1: 100%. And you know I look at I look at my parents. I'm so glad you answered that. I was hoping you would. I had no idea that you would, but I was hoping <laughs> it would come through because people need to realize that people Hold money in such a godly, yes, sort of domain. I love money. I've got nothing against yes. it, and I have no money blocks. Absolutely. I got rid of those. Yes. But you know, people sort of think, oh, well, if I don't have money, I can't start. No. So of course, you can start, and you can, you know, even if it's to start baking cakes or yes. planting seeds or whatever yes. it is that you're going to be doing or using toilet rolls because there's so many of them around. <laughs> <laughs> the toilet roll art. Um, you know, there's there's something that you can do, and yes. and beading, and I don't know. I mean, I can think of a yes, million things, things, yeah, that you could use your hands for. But even if it's just sharing your IP or sharing mm. your your enthusiasm or your encouragement, or mm. writing a book, yes, on a piece of paper with a pen, mm. you know, start there, start doing something. It could be a children's book that you illustrate. There's there's a million things people can do if it leans into their passion. And if they do that without the funding, mm. they'll learn how to make the money, and that's sustainable.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. I, yeah, um, I, I believe that as well. It is sustainable then mm. if you do it with passion, and if you are not worried about where to get money and how to, it will come naturally. Yeah, um, which is fantastic <laughs> and it, interestingly enough it's actually
1: they're they apparently and i'm sure there are a lot more 24 money blocks so when we've done workshops when we work through these things and in america there seems to be this magic number of 24 money blocks mm. and a lot of these are just learned behaviors and taught behaviors from childhood going all the way through and a lot of people have them mm. they, they they feel like they don't have worth if they don't mm-hmm. have this mm. massive bank account backing them the most beautiful people that are remembered forever and ever. Amen. Who are they? Yeah. People that didn't necessarily have, have
0: money. Yeah.
1: So, exactly. so there's the legacy right there. So you yeah. can have legacy like a mm. Mother Teresa.
0: Mm. I was about to say. Oh, were you? Are you? Yeah. <laughs>
1: you know, and people that have gone through hardships and we grow through hardships. And, you know, unfortunately, as a, as a species, we were taught, you know, put your hand on the hot plate, get burned, don't mm. do it again. But we were learned through pain we learn to grow and develop through pain yes get a hiding yes. emotional pain whatever it yes. might be I don't know anybody who had a life-altering revelation sipping a cocktail on the beach <laughs> you know in, having their best life it's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, no too tired oh. to think about anything right now it's when you've gone through the drama so I think those are things that are going to emerge out of this time as well yes. you know so from the entrepreneurial space but also from that emotional space where oh, well, in a second, I've actually got this,
0: mm. you know? Very, very true, very true. And I also think that, so my husband always says, oh, I paid school fees for a mistake you made yes. in, in business because he's also an entrepreneur. Oh, what's he do? Um, he is in property development, ah. residential, high-end. Nice. Um, And I think you will pay less school fees and be more mindful to not pay school fees if you don't start
1: with mm, money. I like if that. If
0: you don't start with money, you will be very conservative. Yeah. But you'll be gutsy. Yes. If that makes no, sense. No, You'll be conservative sense. in how you spend your money. Spend wisely. Wisely. Yes.
1: Yes. There we go. Absolutely. I completely agree. So I'm actually going to end on that
0: pearl of wisdom because I normally
1: <laughs> ask for a pearl of wisdom, but oh, I wow. think it's a beautiful one. It's so true because... It's saying it's, it's not giving power to the money. It's actually giving power to you. And it's yes. saying, I can do this. And your
0: act exactly. you going Great. to do. Exactly.
1: Great. Well, if you loved what Beatrix was saying and you want to have a look at her incredible new business, you can see her on Instagram at Beatrix underscore events. And I'm sure you're going to reach out to her for your next exciting event that you have in this lockdown time to just <laughs> brighten your day. So, Beatrix, thank you for being with thank me today.
0: for having me. This is really so much fun. <laughs> Such a vision.